0: Hey, everybody, this is Sari.
1: And this is Sean.
0: And we're the Simpsons siblings, and we talk about the Simpsons.
1: And we have a podcast.
0: We do. Fun fact. It's nice to be on, like, a regular episode episode again after doing a two-parter on, um, Simpsons movie.
1: Yeah, it, it was fun, but it's, like, hard to fit it all in. Like, the flow was different.
0: Yeah. Different things are scary sometimes. <laughs> Technically a three-parter if you count the Patreon episode, which will be up this week. woo woo At patreon.com slash simpsonsibs. But yeah, I'm excited to get into this one. This one was chosen by your fiancé.
1: Yes, and we watched it together, too, just a little bit ago.
0: Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> she picked a good one, too.
0: Oh, yeah, this is definitely on my top 10 list.
1: It's a very meme-worthy episode.
0: Oh, yeah, it's got everything. Um, Well, let's just uh, get to it, then. We are covering And Maggie Makes Three, Season 6, Episode 13, originally aired January 22nd, 1995, Written by Jennifer Crittenden. Directed by Swinton O. Scott III. And we have no guest stars.
1: We don't need Maggie's the guest star.
0: Yeah, she's the star here.
1: And then we have the blackboard um, saying Bagman is not a legitimate career choice. Mm -hmm. Which I'm sorry if you're a Bagman. Bagman. Yes. And then the couch gag is the good old James Bond intro with Homer shooting at the camera.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's so abrupt, too. (laughs) Oh, man. They're totally gripping off GoldenEye 64 here.
1: Yes, that's totally a parody on that game, which is a very independent story.
0: Did the Simpsons predict GoldenEye 64?
1: GoldenEye 64 predicted the Simpsons.
0: Oh, okay. And I'm, I'm sure that works in some timeline. On to the story. We're starting out <laughs> with the classic TV series Night Boat. And I love this concept where like he can only chase them on a boat, so there's always like they'll go on land, but oh look, a canal,
1: <laughs> an inlet, a fjord.
0: <laughs> a fjord. When Homer's trying to convince Marge that it's a good show, the way he puts the emphasis on this, that it's the crime-solving boat, (laughs) is there, like, another boat that only commits the crimes? Like, why did he emphasize that word?
1: I don't know. And, I mean, he makes a point, sort of, but it's weird.
0: It's, It's Homer being Homer. Uh, so they always have to have a reason behind these flashback episodes like with the uh the one that i always remember is the homer's barbershop quartet where they get like stranded in the middle of nowhere and marge gets them the tire
1: oh you see you're like walking like way far in the distance <laughs> yeah.
0: the reasoning here is that they need to have some family time and they get bored and they start looking at the pictures
1: And (laughs) we have the the TV with Nightboat on it. Yep. (laughs) And I love the amazement when they have, like, the mirror there. And it's like, it looks like we have two TVs. they're like, wow.
0: And even Lisa's in on it, too. (laughs) We get those quick glimpses of Snowball the First as well. Like, Bart kind of riding on her. Yeah. I definitely had a flashback to this scene with the sleeping baby Bart pictures when my puppy was really little. I sent everyone like sleeping pictures of him.
1: You see, I thought you were gonna talk about your daughter, but no.
0: Well, that too, but that was that was further back. This was more recent. <laughs> But it really is when you have a baby of any kind, human or otherwise, they do a lot of sleeping. And then when they're running around, you're too busy running around with them to
1: take pictures. Yeah, exactly. Or like Amos, every picture of him is blurry. Even when he's sleeping somehow.
0: Even when he's grown up as well. I I love that the whole basis for this episode is why aren't there any pictures of Maggie? Like, it seems like such like a... S- silly basis for an episode but it works so perfectly
1: yeah and even like going into it I'm like wait why aren't there any and then it's like oh yeah that thing at the end
0: Mm
1: mm-hmm yep I like when when Homer starts going into like the description of the times and he's like Mm -hmm. and the domestication of the dog continued unabated Like that's so ominous (laughs)
0: Oh my gosh. And he's, he also mentions the clear beverage craze, which I have to mention because um, my wife is obsessed with Crystal Pepsi, and when it came back, drove like two hours to go get some. So, very much the clear beverage phrase. Oh, yeah. We go straight into a diehard spoof, for some reason.
1: <laughs> yes, and like, when he's like, going down to attack everybody... The way he falls through the air vents, like he just falls straight down like he had been falling for like five <laughs> seconds before.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm a bit curious too why he's so obsessed with Dick Clark when they show his calendar.
1: New Year's with Dick Clark, Dick Clark's birthday, harass Dick Clark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and then we know from the 1999 episode that he's actually a robot.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, no, what's happening? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so, of course, the thing that Homer's so excited about is he's finally going to get out of debt. Uh, we, we get this literal burning of the bridge, which always cracks me up.
1: <laughs> I know. Like, so literal. As he's mm-hmm. playing his boss's head like a bango. Bongo.
0: Yep. Yep. That's, there you go. Uh, So he goes home and tells Marge the news and they kind of go on this date. And I always thought this date was so cute that they do their little dancing in the car.
1: Yeah. And they're at the Krusty Burger.
0: Mm -hmm. It kind of shows that like they don't want or need a ton out of life. They just want, the simple things. And part of that is just being with each other and that they get so much out of that, that they're willing to both get dressed up just to go out and get burgers together. I
1: mean, I was going to say that sounds like a good date night too.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cute.
1: Now we we do have in the scene before where he's like laying out his plan to Marge and the family for being like Mm -hmm. debt free and everything. It sounded like he didn't, Like consult with Marjorie anything before quitting the job. Like that's all surprise to her.
0: I was wondering about that. Like that's definitely the kind of thing you want to talk to your spouse about. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, We get Homer's sperm and egg (laughs) reenactment.
1: And the the caption says seconds later.
0: Oh my God! No, I don't want to think of. (laughs)
1: Oh, no! <laughs> it's like, come on, Homer,
0: oh my God, Jesus, and the marge hair on the egg is so weird.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that.
0: mm-hmm, if you look at it, it's the, the so it's the Homer sperm, and then the egg has like Marge's hair surrounding it.
1: I mean that's biology, so it makes sense.
0: Oh, yes. That's definitely biology. Yes. Like like Bart said in, in another episode, the, the birds are out there singing and the bees want to have sex with them. <laughs>
1: the birds and the bees.
0: <laughs> it's definitely how that works.
1: And then he has no way to know that she was pregnant. No signs or oh hints whatsoever.
0: That's so nuts. Like, it's we we always go back to that scene where everyone in town knows, but he doesn't. And thinking, like, how does he not know? But really, the how does he not know starts much, much earlier. Yeah. With Marge constantly throwing up in the morning. And how did he not notice the bump?
1: <sighs> nah, just say classic Homer.
0: It's definitely classic Homer. And uh, it's very it's it's almost kind of Zen how much he loves this bowling alley job. Because it is very simple. It's a lot of, you know, cleaning things, but he's also appreciating all of the little parts of it as well, like the bowling fresh <laughs> urinal fresh. <gasps> yeah,
1: it's like if things would have just stayed the same. They would have just had the two kids like he would have been happy with with, not saying he's not happy with life, Mm -hmm. but like he would have been happy with that career path.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like that doesn't take he's he's a simple man and with simple interests and simple pleasures in life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. The scene where where he shows where the pins go gets me every dang time. Oh, I love that one. Like so much work was put into animating that
1: entire tree for a single pin to be used once mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, and then we have Homer putting his head in the Shino bolo, which <laughs> I always think you're polishing bone, <laughs> oh my God! he doesn't put it in there too
0: long. that's why he's safe, yeah. Uh, so Doctor Hibbert tells Marge that she's pregnant, and once again he's got a haircut to match the times.
1: Oh yeah, that's the, the only indicator.
0: Oh yeah, that test that he gives her is pretty dark. Yes. I know, I know, it's not test. supposed to be a test, but
1: Doctor Hibbert sells babies.
0: Yeah, that's pretty pretty creepy.
1: I mean, they could help get the spunklers out of debt.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. One of my favorite Homer moments, just of all time, is this part where he's praying with the cookies and milk.
1: <laughs> the, the whole, if, if this is your will, give me no sign.
0: That will be done.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'll give you this offering of cookies and milk. If you'd like me to eat them for you, give me absolutely no sign.
1: That will be done. it's kind of the same tone as like the the rod todd this is god (laughs) it it always reminds me of that
0: yeah it's it's very childlike but very earnest and silly all at the same time and it's he just wants his life to continue the way it is he doesn't want any changes
1: he found the loophole
0: Mm -hmm. this ultimate screw the audience joke with patty and selma And the phone book.
1: (laughs) Yes. From A. Aronson to Mr. Sikowski.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're the two biggest gossips in town.
1: (laughs) But they are. They did their job.
0: Yep. Yep. Now we get that famous scene where he's walking down the street and everyone knows except for him. And the way that it builds up from, you know, congratulations what, – what, what's the one – the first one is um, – I know the second one is congratulations on your little bundle. And he's like, yep, yeah, the paycheck's small, but but it still gets us by. All all the way to, hey, Homer, way to get Marge pregnant.
1: The, I wrote it down because I wanted to remember exactly. It's the bundle is little, but I'm not in it for the money. And I wish we would have like lingered on a poo and like his reaction.
0: Yep, That they're like, Oh my God, he doesn't know. <laughs> and Moe's just absolutely cut into the chase way to get Marge pregnant. And he's like, this is starting to get weird, but thank you for congratulating me for my new job. And I, I'm wondering, by the time Mod says, by the way, congratulations on your new job, is that – I'm wondering how all of that comes together in his head.
1: It's like, it wasn't really Mod's words that made him realize it. It was just a delayed thought process.
0: Mm, it was similar to when he was waiting at, at Lenny's, when Lenny says he's so slow.
1: <laughs> and if like,
0: go home, Homer – <laughs> Wait, something was said. <laughs> yeah, so it was because I always I always read it as her saying that got him to figure it out, but you're probably right in that it's just that the process took him so long that he finally got it at that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's comedy gold. As Troy McClure would say.
0: It's gold. Mm hmm. I love this montage where Homer rips his hair out and how they keep the angles the same every single time. And the way he
1: points at Marge's belly. Like, <laughs> he points and screams.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: We also had, uh, to take a step back, the whole thing with, like, oh, Homer doesn't know yet, and the door blows open with the wind. <laughs> And it's like, oh, oh it's yeah? just the wind, and then it, like, lingers, and Homer runs, and oh, man, it's windy as hell out there. <laughs> it's
0: a small, baby-sized
1: gifts. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in the tub. I'll be in the tub. The way he just, like, goes to take a bath while the guests are over.
0: Yeah, he doesn't care. He's like, eh, there's a party, whatever, I'm going in the tub. I love this sort of – it's a fourth wall-breaking moment, but it's really subtle when the kids are like, you can't expect us to sit here a whole half hour without getting up to go to the bathroom or getting a <laughs> snack. And the Marge sitting and thinking about products she might like to purchase right when it cuts to commercial.
1: Oh, I guess that is – okay, sometimes, sometimes I forget like commercials exist these days. Yeah. So it's like the thing. That's when they would cut the commercial. That's perfect.
0: Yep. That's that's when it goes to black. It 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 doesn't land as well without commercials, but that's when it would cut because it it kind of goes black for like a couple seconds and then comes back. Um,
1: would be amazing is if she said like, "Oh, nothing about products I'd like to buy," and then they do a commercial, and then they do the mm, that'd be nice to have," like in between commercials.
0: Yeah, that would be good. So, Homer realizes that he can't get by on his current salary, and he asks his boss for a raise. Um, And he says that if if he could get, like, triple the amount of customers, then he could give him a raise. And this progress from Homer reading advanced marketing, and then he goes to beginning marketing, and then he just looks up marketing in the dictionary.
1: (laughs) Didn't they do something like that for something like when he was – Building his brother's car or something similar, where like they had the like, stages of books,
0: yeah, something like that. Was it during the CompuGlobal HyperMegaNet? Maybe. Um, maybe that's something that uh, we could get some listeners to tell us about. We've had a couple times now where we've had listeners contact us on Twitter or leave a comment. Uh, that's at Sibs and Sibs. That they let us know something that we can't figure out in the episode or something like that.
1: I know. What we always do is, like, we'll have a question like that, and, like, two days later, I'll get a Discord message with the answer.
0: Yep. Yep. Homer's solution is just one of the dumbest things ever. (laughs) Where he just stands outside the bowling alley with a gun, shooting it into the air, saying, bowling,
1: get your bowling. And then he says, like, out of all of the firemen and policemen that arrived, only a few stayed the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love that some of them did. I could, I could just imagine, like, Chief Wiggum staying. Yeah, the bowl. Yeah,
0: I was thinking the same thing. He's like, oh, I might as well since I'm here. And Lisa's reaction, where she's like, Mom, get him to tell the story right. And she's like, no, that's what happened.
1: <laughs> and she's just like, Mm. Bones.
0: (laughs) Uh, This little kid, when Homer loses his job there, and we get this little kid who says, Sure we will, Mr. Homer. Sure we
1: will. We do that accent all the time.
0: Yeah! When Among Us was first big, my Among Us character had that little hat. And he was yellow, and I named him Sure We Will. (laughs) Love it why I picked that, but and I don't think anyone else got it, but shout out to that kid. Yeah. I really love the line delivery on, there was only one place in town a man like me could make it. Like, it's a sort of mixture of determination and pitifulness that he gives off, that he just, he really doesn't want to do this, but he knows he has to.
1: But this is too, like, he steps up and he knows. Mm-hmm. Like, he yeah. does the right thing.
0: Yeah. And this secretary, she's so sweet. And then when he's like, yeah, I quit, and I wanted to get my job back, and she just goes, through there.
1: Yeah, it's, like, almost a completely different, like, voice actress. hmm And, of
0: course, uh, Mr. Burns says it's company policy to give you the plague. <laughs> Oh, that's Uh, that's a plaque, sir. (sighs) Yep. And, of course, the plaque says...
1: Don't forget, you're here forever.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And so that kind of puts Homer in a bad mood when he comes home and then finds that Marge is going into labor. And he's just so, like downtrodden this whole time but then his emotion completely changed when he sees Maggie
1: yeah and she grabs his thumb Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a boy and what a boy
0: (laughs) sir that's the umbilical cord it's a girl I love
1: that one
0: how did he think that that's the wrong place (gasps) oh my god Um, I'd like to say as much as the do it for her scene has been memed through the years, it still hits me like a bowling ball to the heart.
1: Yeah, that's, they did a good job writing that part.
0: It was great. It's a culmination of so many different scenes of the sign and the whole basis of where's Maggie's pictures and where Homer's motivation is in the episode. Um, the happiness and the sadness and the bittersweet and all that. And it's, it's just perfect. Oh my God. <laughs> I still cried.
1: Yeah. I'd like too that they took the time to draw all the different individual photos and they're all different poses and different things. A lot of them mm-hmm. sleep, doing different things and, i like that little tension detail.
0: Yeah, it's all very um it's all very different too. It's not like stereotypical baby stuff. It's like there's one where she's like doing a little pose and one where she's being held by Homer and just different different little things. And of course this is it's even better in context if you think about the year of this, that those were probably the only copies of those photos that they had. That this wasn't the time of digital photos. Um that those were literally the pictures that they had of Maggie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's really cute. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's sweet. I this I feel like this is the one of the best balanced Simpsons episodes and that it has just the right amount of sentimentality and just the right amount of humor. And both sections, both of those parts are perfect. It's perfectly emotional and perfectly funny.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't take you on this ride that's too crazy or unbelievable. It it just explains where they are now.
0: Yeah, yeah it's great it's it's definitely up there in my if not top 10 top 15 i don't know i don't have a set top episodes but it would be on there
1: i'm the same way if you have me write down my favorite 10 episodes and then ask me again in a week two-thirds of them would be different
0: my head would explode like that one scene with homer where his head just blows up (laughs) yeah that would be me well we would like to give a shout out do it for him Do it for Tim.
1: That rhymes.
0: Yeah. Timothy Burleson, that is. Who is our one and only Patreon member, patron saint. We love you, Timmy. We're going to have two bonus episodes. I'm going to try to get them up this week. One of them is a Simpsons movie part three, where we talk about what a Simpsons movie two would look like. And another one is about our favorite couples in the Simpsons for a little Valentine's Day
1: episode. That was fun recording that one. Or both of them.
0: Yeah. So if you're interested in our Patreon, um, and helping to support the channel, that's patreon.com slash Simpsonsibs. And we super appreciate Timothy. Mm. Woo. We've got a more modern episode for the next one. And by more modern, I mean, this episode's less than a year old. What? What? That episode is Season 34, Episode 3, Lisa the Boy Scout. I'm personally loving Seasons 33 and 34. I know I've probably mentioned it on here before, but it feels like a re-Renaissance that, like, I don't know if that even makes any sense. Re-Renaissance. But anyways, (laughs) it feels like finally Simpsons is on its game again after so many years of, like, blah episodes. These past couple seasons have been great.
1: Yeah, I'm working through those too.
0: Yeah. They're they're really good. Um so yeah, watch the episode first to get the full experience. Until next time.
1: Bye, Bye everybody. everybody.